0: A touch truth was some hamartya, yaman made a he sadman After hearing this, grasping it fully. Separating this righteous thing from the body, etc., and attaining this subtle thing, that mortal rejoices, for he has obtained that which is the cause of delight. I consider that the mansion of Brahman is wide open to Nachiketa. Shankaracharya's Tika. Moreover, Shrutva, after hearing, through the favor of the teacher, etat, that reality of the self that I shall speak of, samparigrahya, after grasping it fully as one's own self, pravriya, after separating from body, etc., this dharmyam, righteous thing, the self, that which is conducive to virtue the knowledge of reality being the highest virtue. And apya, after attaining, etamanum, this subtle thing, the self, samartyaha, that mortal who has become the enlightened man, modate rejoices, labdva, having obtained, modaniyam, that which causes delight therefore manye i consider that the sadma mansion the abode of brahman which is of this kind vivratam is wide open to has approached towards nachiketasam you nachiketa the idea is i consider you fit for emancipation Anyatra dharma danyatra dharma danyatras madkrita krita Anyatra bhuta chabhavyacha yatat pashasin tadvada Tell me of that thing which you see as different from virtue, different from vice, different from this cause and effect. And different from the past and the future. Shankaracharya's Tika Nachiketa said If I am fit, and you too, sir, are pleased with me, then anyatra dharmat, different from virtue, that is, from the performance of scriptural duties, their results, and their accessories. So also anyatra adharmat. Different from vice. So also, Anyatra Asmat Krita Kritat, different from this Krita, the effect, and Akrita, the cause. Moreover, Anyatra CHA different from what was or will be, as also what is, that is, what is not limited by the three times, past, present, and future. Yet, what, the thing of this kind that is beyond the reach of all empirical experience, which, pasyati, you see, you know, tat, that thing, vada, you tell me. Namaste. So, in this verse, 13, death is really giving... Like the whole plan of the spiritual path. He's setting Nachiketa up, giving him the correct expectations of how to learn what he is about to tell him. He says first you hear it, then you grasp it fully, then you separate the righteous thing from the body, you separate Brahman, consciousness. Uh, the absolute from the relative, the unconscious, huh? the body, the world, experiences, time, cause and effect, you know, space, all that stuff, which is of the nature of phenomena. The phenomena are unreal. We went over that in what is, is, what ain't, ain't. Huh? And the ontological categories different states of consciousness and how they're derived from Brahman. So, if one knows these, if one has these background, then the narration of Brahman and how to attain Brahman makes sense. It can be grasped. One can separate. The examples often given in the Vedas of the swan. A swan can separate milk from water by filtering it through the membranes in its mouth, or beak, I guess. (laughs) So a swan has this unique capability with regards to water, but the human intelligence has the ability to separate the absolute from the relative. This requires knowledge, and specifically ontological knowledge, to know the categories of being. And we've been talking about ontology for more than 10 years on this channel. Uh, if you haven't got it yet, you haven't been listening. Or you haven't been looking up your words in the dictionary, more likely. But that's what it takes. One must have comprehension. He says here, grasping it fully huh? and attaining this subtle thing, this mortal rejoices. So in other words, if one fulfills the preconditions, if one first hears it very nicely with understanding and grasps it, in other words, is able to successfully model it in his intelligence, then one can attain the Brahman and one rejoices. Why? Because there's no more suffering. (laughs) Well, someone might say, well, look at you, you know, you're getting old and the body is uh, falling apart, uh, degenerating, you're losing muscle mass, and you know, your joints ache in the morning and when it rains. (laughs) But if one realizes, aham brahmasmi, I'm not this body I am Brahman then all of that doesn't have any effect it's just like if you identify with your car you know you think the the car is me the car is mine right and then the car gets in a wreck or breaks down then you're going to feel very much affected you're going to suffer But if you maintain a healthy disidentification, dispassion towards the car, well, the car is just a machine, and we can expect that things are going to go wrong with it. So, you know, when it breaks down, it's not such a big deal. Ask any professional driver. They are detached from the vehicle because they know you put so many miles on this thing, and it's definitely going to wear out, and break down. Uh, you're going to have to change tires, change oil, this, that, the other thing. The same with the body. It's just normal, natural, and to be expected that it's going to fail someday. So one maintains a distance from it. One does not identify with it. One identifies with Brahman. That is the cause of joy and the end of suffering. So then in the next verse, Nachiketa inquires again, please tell me that thing which is different from virtue, different from vice, not part of time, either past, present, or future, and cause and effect. Cause and effect is karma. So tell me about that thing, which is different from all these, which is not affected by any of it, not affected by time, cause and effect, karma, or which is different from virtue and vice, dharma, adharma. See, because all of these things are conditioned. See, just like beauty could not exist without ugliness, just like high cannot exist without low, in cannot exist without out, and so on. These pairs of opposites are duality. One must transcend this duality and come to know the absolute, that which never changes, that which is never affected, that which is never the object of any process, even the process of knowledge that is self-realization that is the ultimate goal and that is what gives the relief from suffering and so on that one comes to realize i am that huh? or you are that the teacher tells the student you are that brahman in the upanishads tat is often like a code word for that the Brahman, the subject that we are talking about in this context. It's assumed that one is keeping track of the background, the context against which the things are being said or within which the things are being understood. So, this is intelligence. You know, this is what a good student will do. He'll keep track of the context, keep track of the background, understand the framework, the model, the ontology by which the whole thing is described. Knowing that, then he can go off and independently realize the truth. Buddha, when a qualified student would come to him, he would instruct him for some time until he could understand that, oh, this student now understands the whole teaching. And then he would say, there's a stock line in the suttas that repeats, I don't know, dozens of times in different suttas, where the Buddha says, now, go alone to a secluded place, the roots of a tree, a great forest, the banks of a river, a field, an abandoned house, someplace where nobody's going to disturb you, and do what needs to be done. The assumption being that the student knows what needs to be done. So the first thing is comprehending the teaching, duplicating the instructions, understanding the background, the context, the ontology. Then one can do what needs to be done to attain the highest enlightenment? Aung Tat Sat. Aung Shakti Aung. Aung Namah Shivaya.